0: Welcome to Free Fall RC Podcast.
1: I think this is going to
2: be the shortest episode.
1: <laughs> Possibly. All
2: right, wrap it up.
1: All right. Thanks for uh, listening to episode 107. The Oxy 4 is here. <laughs> okay, let's get started here. Welcome to another episode of Free Fall RC Podcast. I'm Steve, and here with me is Kevin. Hey, guys. We have Fred. I'm here. Hey, how's it going? Hey. <laughs> I, I want to hear how Kevin's doing since uh, he's been, you know, bedridden most of this week. Uh, so this is episode number 107, Oxy4 is here.
0: Yes. What's awesome. an Oxy4? What's an Oxy4?
1: It's, uh, it's the next Oxy3. It, it's for flying around? It yeah, comes it flies after around, Oxy I think. 3. Yeah, it comes after Oxy3. It comes after Oxy2 also
0: before an oxy no. five
1: possibly <laughs> uh so let's catch up with everyone's week uh who wants to go first mr avoiding death or buying toys uh i don't care yeah my week i'm just gonna go and it's gonna go right to the main topic since we're gonna basically talk about the oxy so oh.
0: fred you want to go go ahead
1: sure well while we're waiting on
3: steve Kim and i were chatting i uh, told him about some of the stuff i've been doing Nothing really with flying. Although I did, uh, I did purchase a new RC item
1: this week. I um, want it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw the picture. I want it. <laughs>
3: yeah, I, I I got a um, it's a rock crawler uh, called axial rate. The stuff you know, the flight test guys have been playing with their little ground cars, and and Andre with the uh, R, uh, RC after hours guys. Uh, he, he's been doing his snow crawling with his truck, uh, so I couldn't resist. I had to go out and pick one up. I want to set up the third FPV on it. And uh, the other thing I went out and bought is n- not really RC-related in any way, but uh, I got a thermal camera. And so um, it, it's a little attachment. It plugs into the USB port on my cell phone, and it, it sees heat. I, I've used it in a few different applications already just messing around Uh, walking around at night and being able to see stuff around me even though there's no light out Uh, came in the house and kicked my shoes off and was barefoot and i felt how cold the floor was and i figured out what the heck walked around a little bit turned around put the camera at the ground and in the pitch black i could see my footprints all over the floor
1: Oh, that's uh, so cool!
3: Oh yeah! So I'm going around like putting my hand on stuff so I can see my hand prints and nice. you know, it, it, it's been, <laughs> it's a stupid toy, but it's been fun. Um, so and then I guess uh, yeah, I, I didn't put that on my list, but I've been I've been 3D printing. Nice. I've been 3D printing like crazy. Uh, I, I my actual rate the one I just bought the gear. One of the gears was blown out and the transmission stripped, so mm-hmm. it was plastic gear. Well, I can print up plastic stuff. so sure enough I went and uh, it took a little doing because apparently making gears is not the easiest thing to do on these um, at least to a specific size And well, so yeah. mm-hmm. so I, I I'm using Fusion 360 and I was able to pull a, a a gear out of the McMasters catalog that's on there and so the gear was mostly, I mean, it had the right diameter and it had the right number of teeth, but it wasn't the right shape. Uh, so I was able to modify the shape in the uh, in the program, recess a couple of points for the bearings to fit in. Threw it on the printer. Twenty minutes later, I had it. Uh, put it in the in the truck, and it works awesome. I haven't had an issue with it at all. Uh, so I, I was impressed. I couldn't believe that it made that small of a gear that well. That I'm not having. I I would have thought it would have maybe you know possibly stripped right back out again, but I haven't had that issue yet.
0: Um, really? Nice. That's impressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: I, uh, the other thing I did was the thermal camera. One of the things that you can do with it is there's a mount you can buy, and uh, I, I think it's it's a plastic mount you can put onto a, a gun, a rifle, and it holds the cell phone and puts the thermal camera in line with the sight so you can have a thermal scope on your camera, on your on your gun. But the mount for it's over two hundred bucks. Oh jeez! Well, I broke out the three D print design software, sketched mm-hmm. it up on that, put it into my three D printer, and printed it out. And you know, a few hours, and uh, so it it works. It fits the the camera and the and it holds the phone. So save myself a couple hundred bucks with that.
2: Nice. Yeah, that's awesome. It's awesome that you're actually using it. You know.
3: Yeah. And, yeah. and for practical stuff. So, mm-hmm.
2: yep, yep, yep. Oh, sweet.
1: All right, Kevin. Yeah,
2: Kevin. All right, so here's my story.
1: And you're alive to say it. You're and i alive, alive to,
0: to tell, tell it. it. Yeah, I'm posting a lot of stuff on Facebook about how oh, it's been like the worst four days of my life. Ridiculous. I've had this cold since a month ago. It's it's been ongoing, just coughing and nose and all that stuff. And so. Friday comes around I'm feeling a little bit better finally and uh go to bed Friday night and I have coughing fit all night long I can't sleep I'm taking cough drops and and um I'm sleeping with a humidifier on and and just taking uh cough medicine nothing's helping I'm just coughing like crazy so you put I in Vicks on Yeah everything dude I got like everything yeah. over here I got like a pharmacy next to my bed here <laughs> So I wake up saturday morning sort of i i have it was probably about 10 o'clock when i woke up and i i had some soup and i went back to bed and i fell asleep again i woke up again later and my wife was like hey there's an there's an emergency medical place why don't you go get checked out we couldn't get to, into my doctor because he was mm-hmm. he's not around on a weekend so i go okay i go down to this emergency medical place and you know I, they were nice but He doesn't know me. He does, and I don't know how good of a doctor he is. And, um, he just gives me this high powered cough medicine and, you know, prescription cough medicine and prescription like penicillin type stuff. So I go back home. I think I had another bowl of soup. So Saturday, two bowls of soup is all I had. I go to bed Saturday night. I wake, I sort of wake up Sunday and I'm, I'm in and out. It's, uh, I'm struggling to stay awake Sunday to the point where when i open my eyes and i try to focus on stuff that's not happening i try to just roll over i go back to sleep so at at one point now it's starting to really make me feel nervous like why can i not wake up anymore and so i i i I get up and i go downstairs where my wife is and i go i have to eat something like i just need to try and eat soup or something Mm -hmm. and i'm sitting on the couch and i'm having a hard time staying awake just sitting on the couch and so she, she from damn that me- doctor
1: gave you some good shit huh <laughs> well at, at this
0: point at this point she'd only gotten gone out and gotten them for me i think i took one sunday morning whatever he had and it's not going to take effect you know right at that point so i eat the soup sunday i go back to sleep all like for the breath for about another 12 to 16 hours i'm asleep again i wake up monday I'm feeling terrible. Like my head is to the point where it feels like it's going to explode every time I cough. Um, I had a, I had a really bad flu when I was a kid, like a fever flu. Um, mm-hmm. it was the first one I had. I was telling Fred about it. It was at least 102 degrees or whatever. I, I'd love to talk to my mother about it because she probably remembers more than I do, but it gave me, or it reminded me of that to a point where like I couldn't, like I said, couldn't focus on anything. I was having a hard time just concentrating on anything. It was really bizarre.
1: Did
2: you have a fever
1: like this time around? Uh,
0: during the course of the, like the last week, yeah, I can say that I definitely woke up one one point sweating like crazy, you know, but I had the chills mm-hmm. a lot. I would just get under the covers. And oh, yeah. Just, yeah, that's I'd, a
1: fever for sure.
0: Yeah. So on Monday, I, I started to say, you know what, if I don't eat something... Um, it might be related to that. Like, I haven't eaten anything in two days. Like, I've had three bowls of soup, you know? Yeah. So, I, so, what did I have? I had a Cliff Bar or something I had, like a protein bar. And once I had that, it immediately started to feel better. And I'm like, wow, maybe I must have been, on top of everything else that I was dealing with, I must have been borderline, like, just malnourished. I don't know. You know, I don't know what it was. And uh so, I went to the, my doctor today. I finally was able to get out of bed today. Today's Tuesday and she said, yeah, she was like, you know, you probably had a virus of some sort, the flu, and now your body's dealing with something else. She's like, you're at the end of it now. And what that doctor gave you is fine, but it's, it's going to take a couple more days to kick in. So okay. I'm actually, I'm actually surprised and uh, that I'm feeling good enough to do the podcast. Cause up until a couple hours ago, I was like, I don't know if I can even sit up and, and. To take a couple hours just to sit in front of a microphone you know mm-hmm. uh, it's been rough man like I don't remember ever feeling this bad in my life and especially Sunday really made got me nervous when I couldn't wake up like that was like hey what's going on you know mm-hmm. yeah that that kind of made me nervous man but yeah it seems like uh, I'm gonna try and go back to work tomorrow I mean they gave me two days off and the doctor was like um, you know, I can give you another note if you want to stay home again. And I was like, yeah I'll just go. You know, same yeah.
2: sick days and all that stuff. Right, right. I mean, are you feeling good enough to go back to work? Because
1: don't go back to work because you feel like you don't need another sick day and then get worse. You know what I mean?
0: No, nah, I'm gonna see how I feel. Yeah, um, yeah. In the morning, I I think I'll be okay. Okay, good. I'm actually, you know, it's not like, my head isn't cloudy anymore, and I can actually focus on stuff. So. I mean, that's the major part. Like, I just felt, it was a bizarre feeling. Like, uh, hmm. you know, if, if, uh, any of these diseases you get when you're older, like, uh, or anything like this, it's not going to be fun.
2: Um, no, yeah. You know? mm-hmm.
0: uh, but that's how my week's been. And sorry to bring the podcast down, but I'm still here. Yeah, man, You still have to down. deal with me. <laughs> yeah. And I watched a couple of things on Facebook, Steve, but realistically the tv was on in the background and i was out cold like most of the weekend so i didn't get a chance to do anything i didn't even get a chance to sim i wanted to but i couldn't even get up to do that
1: yeah i mean if you can't even focus your eyes how are you gonna sell you yeah you won't be able to um damn Oof. So, well i'm so glad like, you're feeling better now so
0: yeah me too man mm. so how's your week been
1: um i mean so my week's been great <laughs> it's been good it's uh you know i we, I got a chance to main the oxy and and I did a little bit of simming um basically I, I I simmed to learn one move just to try this one move like I had this idea of this move in my head, and I'm like, I want to learn to do it so I, I figured it out and sim it then um so I flew on Sunday, and that's when I made the oxy for nice uh and I did see Bill's just, video. He did. Nice. Which one did they... Did, what did he call it, I think? It was just like the overview video, right? Yeah, yep. Yeah, the 15-minute one, yeah. Yep. Um, and he's going to be doing a, a Maiden video soon, too, so hopefully that should be coming out. Did but, it uh, better than the last Maiden? It did.
2: <laughs> nice.
1: It did, because it's belt-driven. There's no gears to strip. Oh! um. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, I guess let's uh, let's kind of go right into the... Well, yeah, the the main topic here So, like I said, um, I don't know if we're going to keep that part in But I did mention that this podcast, this episode is going to be quite short I think Uh, Kevin's not feeling too well I'm actually um, remote right now I'm not even in my house or home I'm, you know, like whatever, 100 miles north in Hudson, New York So, Um, so yeah, we're going to just keep this episode short So we're going to talk about the main topic here
0: Sorry, listeners. Sorry, I'm sick, and but I'm trying. Nah, nah, trying to nah, no, get an episode I'm, out.
1: I'm actually surprised that you you were uh, you were coming on because I think you mentioned something like you were feeling like zero percent this whole week, and now you're feeling like 25. And and of course, you know, true fashion of Steve, I'm gonna give you shit and say, well, <laughs> 25 sounds like it's good enough uh, to go on the podcast. And sure yeah. enough, you're on the show, so <laughs> you know, yep. I mean, all, all jokes aside, it's good that you uh, definitely made the effort to come on tonight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so the Oxy 4 helicopter. So this is this this helicopter has been a, a long-awaiting helicopter. I think uh, the first beta version was um, with no electronics in it. It was just kind of like the airframe was was uh, displayed at Urcha two years ago.
0: Yeah, I was going to say two years. Easy.
1: Yeah, so it's been two years in the making since the announcement of the Oxy 4 from the Heli Lynx helicopter heli innovation line um, and you know so it finally is here right two years later they had uh, a more finalized beta version at this past Urcha but even then it was still like a whole bunch of it has been changed it's not it's you know I was talking to uh, my team manager Rich Knapp and he said that there's a lot of parts that are different that you know um, Luca took a lot of input and feedback from Erasmus, uh, and basically they developed what today you know what we're seeing today uh with the oxy four you know production line production version I should say um so the oxy four release official release is january twentieth being being a rep i uh, I was uh blessed with the opportunity to get a kit early on and you know to kind of get my feedback you know show like you know, I was going to make some videos on it and, and kind of give an overall um, my perception of the, you know, my, my take of this, my opinion about the helicopter. So so I figured let's do an episode two about it since uh, why not? <laughs>
0: yeah, no, that's very cool, dude. I'm glad you got the opportunity to do that.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm really stoked about it. It was so it is. I don't know if it's a pre-release kit or if this is the actual production kit. Um, there's there's only one part that's made out of 3D printed material. the The rest is all, you know, um, injected molded plastic type of deal. You know, I I got the kit like when did I get the kit? It was I was before told before the, the
0: new year. Right? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. They they said you know I I got the offer and then you know, I. I talking back and forth. And he said, when they'll have the credits ready, they'll, they'll let me know and they'll invoice me. And then all of a sudden I got an invoice. So I was like, cool, you know, I'll pay for it now. Um, and then like probably in what they said is I was going to get it. The official release date was uh, the 20th. I'd probably get it by the 10th of January of this year. And then, okay. you know, and stuff like that. But so I paid it. And then like, I don't know, maybe it was like four days later or three days later, I get it. I get a tracking number. And I was like, what? My order shipped? I'm Like, what order? And I look, and it's sure enough, it's the Oxy4. So, um, so I got it a little bit before the New Year, I think it was like day after Christmas I got it. Yeah, yeah, it's the day after Christmas. Because I remember I was like, This is my Christmas gift to myself. <laughs>
2: nice.
1: So So I got, you know, I got the kit and you know, one thing they mentioned was, you know, they're gonna Luca is gonna be doing some more announcements, so don't, you know. Don't leak any pictures or the build or anything like that of the helicopter yet um wait till after um January first yeah, no big deal by actually the new year by January first I had i would say eighty percent of the helicopter actually built um I was just waiting for a couple of components because i I was hoping that I could use a lot of the goblin three eighty parts um and just to let everyone know you cannot use the motor or the e s c of a, for the goblin three eighty. Or the 420. Um, basically, you can't use anything that's a bigger motor than a 26 uh, millimeter stator, and then no, nothing bigger than basic like a 60 amp ESC. So, so like a Castle Talon 60 or the Hobby Wing 60, perfect fit, you know. Uh, so, I got the kit and I got a chance to put it together. I took a bunch of pictures. I did a bunch of videos too, which. I, I'm terrible at doing videos and building. I just I, I, I'm like so excited to build the heli that I kind of slack. And as I'm building, my phone will like get full of space, and I wouldn't know that it stopped recording. I just kind of oh, yeah, I just kept on going. Um, and you know, I would uh, after each like component, I would stop and, and look and be like, damn, okay, well, half the tail boom uh, build is now wasn't recorded, but I'm not gonna take it apart, so I'm just gonna continue on, uh, which is actually a good thing. Because if not, my build video would probably be like three times as long. It would probably be like an hour and a half. (laughs) And that's with fast-forwarding, you know, four times on sections where I'm just, you know, I'm not talking. I'm just doing straight build. But, yeah, the the helicopter goes together just as easy as any other Oxy. Like, you know how it is. You've built an Oxy 3 before, right? I mean, yeah, Yeah. the only thing annoying about it, I would say, or not even annoying, but it's just, you know, can get annoying, is the the small screws. The 1.5-millimeter screws, but... You really can't help that when you're talking about a a 300 class helicopter. So
0: yeah, and I gotta say, dude, I saw your your unboxing videos and I thought they were
1: really well done. They're getting a lot better. The unboxing, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what's in the kit? Because it, yeah. it, it didn't have a box. <laughs> My version didn't have a box. Oh, that's but, right. Um, yeah, yeah. That's why I named it "What's in the What's in the Kit" because it's technically not an unboxing. Uh, but yeah, it's and one thing about the unboxing. Um, that I liked is that like I, I laid all the parts out and it wasn't a lot, you know? Sometimes nice. when you lay like a helicopter kit out, like the Gowie kit, that, that was a lot. It was a lot of parts, you know? Especially because you got boom supports and all these little hardware that goes with that and then a torque tube and there's hardware that goes with that and the bearings and this and that. So so when you like, I mean, granted, it's a 700-size heli, so everything physically takes up more room because it's bigger. But when you look at it, it looks... Way more individual pieces, not even looking at the sizes, just by the, the actual parts, you know, if you had like a special, like, um, not, not special. What's the word for like different, you know, individual parts, I guess. Uh, so the Oxy four, first first of all, it goes together really quick. You know, nice. my, my build video is probably about, Full. What whatever footage I had was probably about. It was about fifty minutes an hour, and I cut it down to thirty minutes. But realistically, if I sat through the whole build, it'd probably have been two hours. Okay. You know, straight through. Um, if I wasn't talking or trying to show any, um, you know, bits that are a little bit unique to the helicopter. Right. Uh, you know, if I just went straight and just kind of hit the floor running and just build it, I probably could have done it in like an hour and a half, two hours. Um. So, it goes together really quick. Uh, the instructions were very detailed, just like the other Oxy2 and Oxy3 um, PDF manuals that you download. And so, that's that's great, easy to understand, easy to put together. Uh, it still does use 1.5 millimeter screws on this. So, you do have to be careful not to over-tighten them because you can strip out the, the socket heads on those pretty easy. Yeah. Um, or your tool. Right, though that was it. It was like either the socket head would give or your tool would give, and it sucked when it was your tool because then, you know, your one point five hex driver will get rounded, and and now everything, you know, feels like it's stripped. So
0: well, I got a pretty good set now. Um, oh yeah, the the orange handled ones that I use. I think it's the MIP set or MPI.
1: Yeah, I yeah, those MPI. are those are those are good. I I actually broke my one point five tip though. It pissed me off that day. <laughs> But anyways, yeah, yeah, so the kit goes together quick, and and then, like, the setup comes, right? Like, so you're just trying to set it up, you know, you're trying to wire up all your electronics, super easy, there's so much more room, if you're used to an Oxy3, wiring up an Oxy3, the Oxy4 is so much easier because there's just, you know, all the little... I guess channels where you can put wires through are bigger. So I don't know, but I don't know if you did it on your oxy. But the way I wired my oxy three up, I had to take the servo lead, the connectors off, so I could run the wire and then put it back on. Um, Unless I wanted to undo the frame, and I didn't want to undo that. So, but this one, you could just with the connector and everything, just push it right through and it snakes right through like the sides of the front tail mount, and so you could get all the wires down below where your your flywheel unit is.
0: Now, where do you mount that? Do you mount that on top of the the boom block or underneath? You could
1: do on top or on the bottom. It's there's plenty of room either way, you know. So okay. I, I chose to do on the bottom. I just I personally like it like that. Um, yeah, that's how my oxy three is. Yeah, like my oxy two, I put it on top because all everything was up top, like the servo leads or so even the ESC wires kind of ran up top. So I didn't I didn't want to run them down and i didn't really have enough leads to do it but if i could i would prefer to do it on the bottom you know um i I don't know it just looks better and i like like because the helicopter is usually in the air so you're always looking up at it that i like to see the uh um the light from the v control (laughs) you know the v1 neo you know So,
0: so i wouldn't
2: even have looked at that Oh yeah? Yeah, I mean I know
1: those thing's those weird things like that. But uh so so I got the maiden, right? The maiden so the helicopter set up and I got a chance to maiden it this Sunday and I did two flights on it. Actually before I go into the maiden, let's talk about Bill's video. So you, you did get a chance to watch that, right? You said? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Bill did a great job on that video. Um he did. great editing with the video and audio tracks because a lot of that was separate. Um and you know, the way he stitched it up, like, we started talking to the tail, and then he took the footage that he got from when he was outside, you know, taking um, individual, like, I don't know, like, the focus shots that he does and stuff like that. Yes. So, the video came out fantastic. Such a, I mean, you know, he calls himself a semi-pro <laughs> videographer. I think he's getting he's getting closer to the higher-end uh, <laughs> rating there because like his videos. Summer. Yeah, like a prosumer, a pro, a pro. <laughs>
3: ProSumer quality.
1: Yeah. He's really getting good. And it's not even the quality. I mean, the quality obviously is good, but the techniques are getting better and better and better. Nice. His editing techniques, his video techniques. He's planning the shots better. Like, he envisions the shots better in his head. And, you know, some of that stuff we were talking like about. And so so it's great. So here comes the maiden, right? We made it right off the bat. I take off and I'm like, okay, it feels like an Oxy Three, a little bit bigger, you know, a little bit floatier. Like you kind of pitch pump and like pops up and kind of floats down, you know, and and it felt better, it felt good, and I started messing around and I I didn't change any rates. I left the tail whatever ninety that it was from default from the Neo. All the cyclic rates were all default. Twelve and a half degrees of pitch, eight degrees of cyclic. That's the only thing I did because I know. Like I need that those as a base uh, baseline, right? Right. The thing flew fantastic. Now I did have a little bit of a tail wag. Um, I don't know if it was mechanical or from the gyros. I didn't even adjust tail gains. So I just left it. I left everything. You know, but it was like a, It wasn't like a super fast pop pop wag. It was just like a kind of a um, tracking wag. So like maybe the gains are too low because it's trying to find center. Okay but uh, but i mean regardless i was just flying i just, i was having fun it was great um 1250 milliamp battery at 4000 rpm <laughs> wow 4000 rpm is pretty high you think about the like even for 450 size heli is like a blade 450x. I don't think I think the head, top head speed is like 3600 or something.
0: Yeah, you're not doing have to import thousand on that. No, no way.
1: So it's screaming. Wow. Man. <laughs> and it's fast and it's just like I just I tap into the collective and it's gone. The helicopter just chucks itself across the field. Nice. Yeah, it's it's really it's a really fun helicopter to fly, and I can't wait for you to come be well enough to come back out to the field because I mean you got to take a pull on it. I think you'll love it, especially the visibility of it being, you know, just that much bigger than the Oxy, right? Like, it's just big enough that you, you notice that it's bigger,
2: you yeah, know? Yeah.
1: Sometimes the Oxy-2 and the Oxy-3, when I'm flying it, especially a stretched Oxy-2 to a regular Oxy-3, like, I know the Oxy-3 is bigger. But, you know, once the, the helicopter's out in the air, like, it's all relative, like, size is relative to distance. So, so, you know, like, you end up flying the Oxy-2 a little bit closer, and it looks just like an Oxy-3. You know, but this just looks, it just feels, and looks bigger and it, and it flies bigger. Um, I can't wait to stretch it because I think a 360 size Oxy is going to be like the tipping point. Like people are going to come back to this size, you know, like it, it's, it started coming, you know, making a comeback anyways, right? Like with the Goblin three hundred and eighty, the Proto 380 and like the Warp 360 and even the Blade 360 CFX. But, um... Yeah, just I think this size and the, just the way it just the characteristics of this heli is spot on with any big size heli. Like you know, remember we always talk about it, right? The Oxy Three, it flies just like a big heli. Like you could do whatever you can run right. a seven hundred, as on this, or six hundred, or five fifty, whatever. And and I get that exact same feeling, but it's just that, just that much bigger that I'm like, yes, I can see it better. Uh, you know, like I'm not like. Is that tail in? Is that nose in? Am I coming towards me? <laughs> you know, like, yeah, I'm not, I'm yeah. not second guessing myself. <laughs> Sometimes that I do when I fly the smaller helis, when, and especially in our field, right? They're huge. Like, you know, an Oxy 3 at Tri County it's a, it's a big field for that little heli. Um, yep.
0: And we should also add that the only real difference between the 3 and the 4 is that the tail is set up different, right?
1: If you actually look at each component, every component is different. Like the the way that the tailbox is engineered and with the tail belt guide and stuff, it's in a different position and you kind of the way that to save weight, I guess, or parts count. You know, you know the bolt that goes into your your tail pitch lever holder, right? Yeah, yeah. There's usually two bolts that kind of go from the inside of the tailbox case into that holder, that arm, right. and then, then you mount the um the actual arm that pivots back and forth that, you know, does the the tail lever, um, tail pitch slider, right, that moves that. That is actually one bolt on the bottom, and then you put another bolt, but the bolt goes through the other side, through the the tail belt guide tension, and then into it. You know, so the way he engineered it and moved things around, um, you know, Luca did a great job on this helicopter.
0: I was thinking mechanically you said that this is a driven tail instead of the way that the Oxy-3 is.
1: yes. It is mm-hmm. a driven tail, right? So it's not like you know you have the one way in the front and it spins without the main gear if um, you spin it one way, you know, one direction. Yeah. This, you know, your 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 anti rotation guide, um, not sorry, your your front tail pulley will move with, you know, the main blades. it, it is driven. It's I don't know. I mean, I'll, I'll once once I. Uh, once I stretch it to a 360 and get all my videos in, I, I'm, I'll i try autoing it. I'll probably dump it into the ground, but I'll try it. Yeah, I, yeah. You know, with the Driven Tail, it, it seems like, if I feel like it's possible. You know, you might have to pull pretty quick into the ground and then pull out of it, but I feel like you could do it. It's going to be
2: awesome. Screw you it. said we'll you might try to thing. auto it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, we will auto it. Cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so I, I want you to fly because I, I want to get your take on it. I think you would – I think you'd like it. I think you're going to – you know, like I know oh, you thanks, were thinking Steve. about buying the Oxy 2, but I think you're going to say let's go with the Oxy 4.
3: I'm surprised you would trust me with it, but I appreciate it.
1: What? I think he means <laughs> me, Fred. <laughs> oh, oh. Oh, Fred, you can fly it. I don't mind. I, I'll let <laughs> you fly it. I just got to come up to New Jersey. <laughs> exactly. That's yeah. all. Yeah. Yeah. Give me a couple months. Well, yeah, you have to do July, July, uh, 7th and 8th or 8th and ninth.
0: Most people need yeah. to be enticed to come back to Jersey.
1: Yeah. That's straight. Especially that part of Jersey. Yep. <laughs> All right. Uh, so let's see here. So what's next for the oxy, right? I, I you know, I can talk on and on about it it's a great flying helicopter and all that stuff it really is so so the oxy it, it runs a dfc head on mine that's how it defaultly comes and i'm going to be upgrading it to a Flybarless head. head. um so on the maiden i flew 4000 rpm It was a three minute flight super quick and i like drained the battery down to 20 percent uh the second flight i put a 1350 milliamp pulse pack in there i started flying it and i wanted to see how low i could go for low head speed with DFC, you can't really go too low. You get a lot of wobbles. But I was like, all right, 2,000 RPM. I started at 2,000, and it was all right. It kind of it took off. It was really wobbly and kind of sketchy. So I, I bumped it up to, like, 22, and I think I got up to, like, 2,700. And it seemed pretty comfortable there. So wow. 2,700 seems, you know, I think it's going to be a, a decent low head speed, especially when it's stretched, adding a little more better disc loading for the the weight overall weight. Of it. So, so, yeah, and I think also putting the flybrow, this traditional flybrow's head on is going to also help because that's a little more giving compared to a DFC head setup where DFC kind of requires more head speed to be stable while the you know traditional following arms and uh, pitch lengths will kind of give a little and it's a little bit more smoother for lower head speed operations. So, so that's going to be next. Get the DFC on, get rid of DFCs, try the fly rollers, try some, you know, maybe go bring it back down to 2,000 RPM and see if it flies now um, with the fly rollers, you know, with the different head setup. That's very cool, man. You know, give that a try. That should be cool. And then I'm going to stretch it. And I have 350 millimeter blades. I'm going to try and let's see how that does.
0: Yeah, I think so- I'm definitely going to go with a stretch. Now that's available on the 20th.
1: Uh, yes, to the public it is available. That's the official release date. Um the stretch kit I believe is available that day too. So when you order it, oh, wow. you know, it's it's I would recommend like why you're ordering it. Mine's will just get the stretch kit. I'm not sure the cost of the stretch kit. Um I don't know if the stretch kit because when I got mine I got a set of blades and a stretch kit and then the tail um speed up gear. So okay. I don't know if like the stretch kit comes with the blades, the speed up gear, and the package. But I know the stretch kit was in its own package. It had the boom, the push rod, and the belt. Yes, Kevin, the push rod is still in the tail boom, even on this helicopter too.
0: I know, dude. I saw your video. Oh, um, so you did see the, that yes, video? Okay, I did. You were very, very generous to point me in the right direction.
1: Yeah, you, I, I, know. you know, I, I want to make
2: sure you know you're well informed. So. <laughs> Uh, so that's that's cool. Um, some of the things I do, dude. You know, like that's something
0: people. Th- I think we made made me think we were made up, dude. But I don't know. It's it's just like how to. I don't know, man. Like I, I wouldn't believe it if somebody told me they did that. Like there's no way. I wouldn't
1: way. believe it. How do you get the tail? Tell- um, your tail belt through with a push rod that's in the plastic. It's not even like the push rod's sitting by itself in there.
2: It's in a plastic sleeve. Mm-hmm. So there's like absolutely no real space to. You I know? fold. I folded it on the fold that came with and just pushed it yeah, right through, yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, I was horrified. I was horrified that you were there to see that, but I'm also glad you were there to see that because then you can be like, "Yeah, he
1: did that." <laughs> He did. He's I saw of Blassky a- and I, I couldn't believe what it saw. And, and the, the funny part is you're like, yeah, my kid didn't come with a push rod. I did buy an extra one. I was like, really? That never happened. <laughs> yeah. But okay. Well, I couldn't find like,
0: it because I, I had stopped at that point and I redid my I redid my whole workbench and I thought uh-huh. I lost it.
1: Ah, uh, okay, okay. And I was
0: like, it must have come with it, but I don't know. I must have lost it. And I remember having to order another one, Yeah,
1: yeah. And then, sure enough, you're like, "Damn, I I can't get this tail to." You were flying the icons back then too, right? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. and You're like, ah, you're messing around with your the DX nine and trying to get the tail gain set. And you're like, it won't it won't hold well. It just wobbles, wags. Yeah. Sure enough, that was the reason. <laughs> 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 yeah. You know, I hope that now that this helicopter is out, you know, Luke is gonna go and and you know start developing the next oxy. Um, you yeah, think- of course. After after a little break, I'm sure he needs a nice vacation. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I hope they do make a bigger one because I, every time every size oxy I get, um, it's like oh man, it's better. It's better. He he incorporates a lot of stuff that you know he's learning. It, it it seems like it. Like he's learning, getting a lot of feedback from from you know the consumers and and his pilots that he's learning. Like the landing gears that are on Oxy 4 just like the Oxy 2 and they're great like I can't wait for them to implement that landing gears on the Oxy 3 you know yeah it's just the way that it goes together it's just it's nice I like it it's it's very slick it's easy to like you know replace it's great the new canopy is nice too it's a it's, it's a very uh, unique you know silhouette to it or shape to it it's just nice cool I can't wait to fly it again
0: Nice, <laughs> that's the main part, man. Uh huh. So, what uh-huh. do you think your times are going to be with the larger battery? Uh,
1: so I think with the thirteen fifty, I don't, I don't remember. I was my fingers were too cold, so I kind of like stopped flying early. Um, I think at a reasonable head speed, like four thousand is not really reasonable. I don't need four thousand RPM. I know Matt Kramer flies his on thirteen fifties at thirty three hundred, and I think he said he gets about five minutes. Oh, that's not bad at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like this Oxy three is just a three and a half minute flight. Yeah. So, you know. Sweet. So I, I'm hoping to get something like that. If I can, I'll try 3300. I'll also try a low head speed. But if I can get something like five minute flights, and you know, batteries are super cheap. I mean, they're 6S, but it's um, they're only twelve fifty. So they're 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 small. You couldn't even make this a 4s setup. I mean, sorry, a threes setup. And guess what size you use for 3S?
0: Twenty
1: two hundred. Yep. They. The all-around flight test battery pack. Yeah, for almost every flight test plane, it's you know the three S twenty two hundreds. So I'm sure I know you,
2: I have tons of them. And you probably have tons too. Yeah, I got um, I got ones that need to go. Yeah, yeah, that too. Yeah. So
1: I I have one or two. <laughs> so we'll see. You know, I'm I'm really excited. Bill starts to release his uh. The main video, which I think he's gonna take both flights, the f- the first flight, the second flight, and kind of mash them together and make a make a cool video. Um, I I'm gonna do some more videos with the helicopter as far as the upgrading and stuff. Oh oh uh, yeah, and, and my new maneuver that I learned. It's you know the maneuver I do where I go, it's kind of flying towards you or towards the flight line, and I, I roll into inverted nose in. Right. And I pop out. Yeah. Um, you know, I do a punch out. And I usually spin the tail a couple times and then come nose in again. I I wanted to do this move where I I roll inverted and then pull push the nose away and while I'm pushing the nose away, I move the tail and then I land back like you know upright um, with nose in upright. So it's actually quite simple to do, but it's basically you roll and you. You know, you push forward on elevator to push the nose up um, as you give negative, And then I go right all around and then down. And it does like this little, like, I, I don't know.
2: Oh, you'll have to it's show me. Like,
1: it's like a little hop. It's weird. Yeah, and, and I feel like I'm getting more comfortable with placing the tail in different spots. Like coming, you know, like I've been, I know you probably see me do this a lot. I do like a loop where I do a, uh, I'm flying forward. You know, fast-forward speed loop, and as soon as I get to the top, I 180 it, and then I come tail in, and then I go tail in to the top, 180, and come nose in. Things like that I've been working on. I've been working on a lot of tail movements and coming out of different orientations, side in, you know, and do like a tail slide and come in side in instead of, you know, tail down and, and then pop out of it. So, so yeah, I I want to sim more and kind of mix up the whole, like... Like get into a maneuver, do while you're doing a maneuver, how do you exit the maneuver? You know, is it always the same nose in or tail in or whatever? I wanna switch it up every time. I want to get used to that. Learn my orientations better like that. So sweet, man. Yeah. Uh so yeah, that's really it for the main topic, you know. Um, do you have any questions about the helicopter that you want to know or what's the retail gonna be on it? Do you know? It's three seventy four you know, 325 millimeter, like regular standard kit, um, you know, it's on the forums and some people find that to be expensive because you get a Gowie X3 for cheaper or a line, uh, four sixty you can get for like, I think about the same price, but with electronics, you know, with a line oh, okay. electronics. Wow. So, so I know, I know a lot of folks were kind of, um, put off on it by the price. Um, you know, don't get me wrong. Like 375, it's, it's, uh, it's it's not it's a it's definitely boutique, right? It's not like it's it's, but it's not. It's like it's it's weird. It's it's expensive for the heli, but it's also not for at least for me. I don't feel like it's it's that expensive for it because of the enjoyment, like you know, and 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 like right out the box, putting it together, how good it is. Is Patrick on the podcast now?
0: I don't know. I think Fred's uh. going through his UPS box. Oh, yeah. Sorry about that, guys. I thought I still had muted.
1: <laughs> What'd you get, Fred? Uh, Fred? Huh? What'd you get? Yeah, let's um, uh, uh,
0: move on to news and announcements. Fred, what's the announcement? What did you get?
1: yeah, A <laughs> uh,
3: couple of rolls of filament. I got a new flight controller from my Gremlin because I managed to fry the old one. Uh, I got some cables to allow me to use my thermal camera without it being mounted right to the phone. I can extend it out. Nice. Uh, there's a really cool video online where a guy took the same thermal camera using the extension um, USB cable, and uh-huh. he had it on the hood of his vehicle because the uh, glass in our our car windshields is not um, thermally transparent. It it holds heat, yeah. so yeah. if you point at the the windshield, you don't see anything. So he could see. I mean, basically, he could go out with his headlights off in the dark with this. You know. Oh video. boy,
1: really? Yeah.
3: Now. <laughs> Here's the problem. He was going out in the daytime, and you could see a pedestrian walk across the road. The ambient temperature was in the 80s, and mm-hmm. the oh, okay. body temperature of the exterior of them was in the 80s. So the person was invisible. Whoa. So, yeah, if you know, it works probably great in cold weather where you can see differences from cold and
1: warm. Mm-hmm. But
3: if it's the same temperature as what's moving around, it's not so good.
1: Yeah, that's cool. You gotta feels, send me the model number. I'm curious to see what you got there.
3: Yeah, it's the uh, the Seat Compact. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll send you a link to it. Yeah, uh, um, but it, it's fun. I'm I'm gonna have a blast with it.
1: So. Nice. So, was this a flight test order? With the filament and the flight control and all that stuff.
3: No, no, this was Amazon.
1: Oh, okay, nice. So, Fred, I wanted to ask you, what
0: 3D printer do you have? You have the one that flight test had?
3: Yes. The one that the flight test guys were selling, which was the uh, Hyperion um, Forge 3D, okay, and it's it's based on the uh, what is that the pry the I don't know the, the Prusa the, right
2: the Isn't Prusa yes.
3: yeah, yeah. very much based on the Prusa design so
0: and that's one point seven five yes filament? for the filament test. yeah mm-hmm. very cool man
3: it's it's awesome man I'm just having a blast with this I I want to buy some I haven't you know decided to pony up the money for it quite yet but i want to buy some of the glow in the dark filament nice yeah that's uh that's that's my news oh wait no wait a sec i did have some other news and announcement what was i i gonna say
0: uh where did i put it there's a few things here
3: news and announcements um and we didn't even do our little news and announcements
0: thing
2: so we got news and announcements news
3: and announcements
2: there we go <laughs> all so, right all's right in the world now and static and
3: there was a little kerfuffle recently on, uh, online. The uh, president of the AMA had written a op-ed type article, and you know they wanted to punish rogue pilots. Really? Yeah. And I, I mean, okay, I, I understand probably the theory behind the article that yeah, rogue pilots. Yeah, don't punish the people that are following the rules. Punish mm-hmm. the people that are out there violating the rules okay i understand that great that's not really the direction they were trying to say they're trying to say well you know ama pilots at ama fields are law-abiding pilots uh, i wish people flying at other places <laughs> are not. and so yeah even within the ama membership it just they they it didn't go well on their facebook post
0: of course not because precedence is already set where they've covered people that aren't on an ama you know sanctioned field and they've had a, an issue, and they've they've covered their insurance or paid the whatever they had to because they well, were an no, they're an AMA member.
3: Yeah. Well, they're trying to say that if you're not an AMA member, you're a rogue pilot, which is great. If if you were to take that stance for a membership drive, yeah, if you were to start saying, "Hey, listen, right, if they're not an AMA member and you find them flying somewhere, find them, ticket yeah. them, you know, punish
1: them, have your way with them."
3: yeah Uh, (laughs) that's not how you draw a new membership into the ama yeah Yeah. trying to strong arm them blackmail them in but it did it was not at all well received
2: uh so yeah the whole word punish rogue pilots i mean that's well i mean if you guys think about it you know what you know which pilots are they're trying to
1: punish right like we all know the underlining pilots that are like the folks that are are, are the quote-unquote air quotes rogue pilots like not even even you know if you think about it in the AMA membership like outside of that you know it's what the people who go to Best Buy and buy a drone right? I Yeah, mean, yeah. it's the guys that are going to do it anyway that are never
0: yeah. going to be AMA card holders or put any kind of number on their whatever and they're just going to do it anyways
1: yeah yeah you know just you know basically fake ignorance and say I don't
0: know but the whole, the whole, that whole phrase, punish rogue, rogue pilots, makes me think of, you know. Star Wars episode? No, the brown <laughs> coats dragging people out in Nazi Germany because they weren't giving the salute and beating them in the street, you know. Punish rogue pilots, you know. Go Damn. punish that guy because he's a rogue pilot. I
1: don't, I don't go that far into thinking that way, but okay.
0: <laughs> Damn. <laughs> that was my first thought. You have a, you know, you have a, a pretty heavy duty. You know, body that uh, is saying something like that, that's pretty crazy.
1: Mm-hmm. It really is. its I mean, I don't know. I feel like their PR department needs a little um, help. <laughs> you know, so that, that's-, that's like Trump saying
0: I could go out and shoot somebody on Fifth Avenue and people would still vote for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Didn't he say that? Yeah, yeah he, he did, did say that. Did. Yeah. Nice. But it's
1: well,
2: just
0: we uh, don't need that. You know, we don't need that kind of stuff. I'm still waiting for the fake news awards. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm going to go back to sleep.
3: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's getting hot, and it's not from the fever. I need a <laughs> chamber to wake
2: up in, like, uh, I know. What is it? 500 <laughs> years.
0: <laughs>
3: like, like, yeah, idiocracy. Drama.
1: Uh, that's awesome. Um, yeah, so, I mean. Someone, you know, they they got a lot of lash online for this, and now they're gonna they're gonna backtrack what they said, and you know, be like, no, no, we well, didn't mean that. We we're talking about this. Or
3: here's the funny thing on on the AMA site, there was a pile of comments on that posting that they made, and not seeing a single one from the AMA on it yet. They they just shut down. They're, they're pretending that it was never said. They haven't deleted it. At least last time I checked, but um, really, huh? Yeah. So it was kind of interesting and. and <laughs> Yeah, like I said, it was not well-received with, with the audience. Even even on their page, through their audience, it, it just didn't seem to be well-received. Yeah, so.
0: It just seems like everything else, politics, whatever, everything else we deal with, they're so out of sync with the actual people. To me, I don't know. Like the whole FAA registration thing and never getting back to anybody and never never pursuing that at all or finding out what was going on and now you got this kind of stuff that's going on. It just seems like they're so out of sync with you know the people that are the card holders and the members of their own like you know organization
3: it depends on which card holders you're thinking of i mean there's there's the you know the old school guys that still i mean to just last week guys getting up on there and posting saying how the ama needs to just get away from drones it shouldn't drones are not model aircraft they don't look like airplanes they then they shouldn't be any part of the ama they should have their own little
0: group and you know for the most part, I kind of agree with that, but the AMA waited way too long to do anything about it.
3: Well, here's the problem: they are model aircraft, and 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 the, the, the what model are they a
0: model of? Steve, you remember that episode we did, history of RC or history mm-hmm. of there was a there was a quadcopter made in like oh the 30s. yeah, yeah, yeah. So,
3: uh, man, man size, you know, they it's it was a it, it carried people. Um, some of the original helicopters were basically giant quadcopters, but Look at look at the direction that they're start trying to go with manned aircraft now with some of these multi rotor aircraft. So yeah, True. Mm-hmm. Uh, um you know yeah. the models happen to precede the full sized aircraft, but they're there. But it, it doesn't say model airplane. It's an aircraft. And hey, thanks to the FAA, drones are aircraft.
1: Yeah. So you know. Everything's a drone though. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and that's the part where like I, I kind of get Aggravated with um, AMA is that like they allowed that to happen. They allowed the government to totally classify a single rotor helicopter, a single prop, you know, plank plane, whatever, you know, as a drone, which is it's ridiculous. We all well, know that's ridiculous. In, in, Come
3: on. In in their defense, you know, it wasn't technically defined as a drone. It was an unmanned aerial system, which all of our toys are. Their, sure their,
0: mm-hmm. that,
3: that aren't don't have people in them so yeah it in that light well, yours it just, don't mine have it little people just in. Became the the, <laughs> the word for it so sure
0: then i guess really the only legs that ama has to stand on is you have to be at an ama sanctioned field and you have to be an ama card holder
3: well that's what they're hoping for they're they're i i think that they were hoping that the faa regulations would tighten down on where you could fly as a model aviation pilot drone park flyer airplane you know little cheap you know mall-sized toy helicopter didn't matter they i think they were hoping that the rules were going to be strict enough that people would just flock to the ama fields well here's the problem though you still have that old school thought with some of the members you're not going to be welcome if you show up with a drone heck it wasn't that Mm -hmm. long ago if you showed up with a styrofoam airplane you weren't If you showed up with electric, electric, you weren't (laughs) well. And this is where the AMA is dropping the ball. Not so much the allowing of drone use, you know, the term drone, but they're not, you know, if, if I'm in fact, the funny thing is on the AMA page at the same time, I was looking at, at the article over on the side panel for user comments. There's a guy saying, Hey, listen, you I'm trying to go to a local field and then not let me fly there as a drone operator. And the AMA is like, well, you know, it's their choice. Wow. Which is it? If I if I'm a car carrying if I paid my seventy five dollars right. to be an AMA member, unless there's some sort of legitimate reason why, you know, maybe I, I fly a large gas aircraft and the flying field is zoned electrical only because of neighborhood restraints. Okay, I can understand that. But if I'm flying a small electric quadcopter, why would I not be what what is preventing me from being a member of that, that flying field?
1: Yeah. So, I mean it that that's not even it's not AMA, I feel like certain AMA clubs are like that though because maybe for regulation purposes, because I know there's a club by my old um where I used to live, uh, Bergen County Flyers, and you know, they don't allow helicopters. And I asked them why, and they're like, Well because after that kid, you know, ended up killing himself, Bergen County officials said no more R C helicopters. Even though like not even a mile down the road, I can go and there's a sign that says RC helicopter flight, and there's like you know little helipads that you can take off and fly helicopters. That they used to have fun flies there, yeah. Um, and the signs are still up there. So technically, with the AMA, I can go there and fly, and I have once or twice. It's I don't like the field, but you know. <laughs> It's, uh, but you know, because there's people there that you're flying this helicopter that, that can kill someone, and and they're like walking through the park. So you know, I I don't like flying flying in places like that. But I yeah. mean, nonetheless, it's like, it's you know, like, I don't I don't want to say all clubs like that, because maybe it's something outside of their control, right? That outside of AMA's control. Even.
3: Well, the AMA's not going to crack down on it because they're worried about you know, what what if that club decides to not be an AMA membership? Well, yeah. The- then who's going to insure them? Because that's no the one. that's the monopoly mm-hmm. that they hold. If yeah. you're on if you're on some land that you don't you know personally owned, you know the landowner wants some sort of sign of insurance. Sure. And the AMA covers that for us, mm-hmm. right? Um. So, but the AMA, I, I think the AMA could probably do a better job of trying to get some. I, I don't say enforce because you know, that sounds like they're you know out there with their batons and beating the, the members up in the clubs um but it, yeah i think that uh th- i think they've done a, just a, a poor job trying to convert their own membership to say hey listen this is aircraft these are these are guys that th- instead of telling them to go fly somewhere else take it as an opportunity to show them what you fly and maybe they might get interested in what you're flying mm-hmm. um and i think again that's the AMA i think is really dropping the ball on that community outreach and, and they're so worried yeah. about Losing their membership and losing fields. If they don't have, if they don't have enough members to maintain fields, they're going to lose fields. It, it's, it's almost impossible to get new fields these days. So
1: do you do you think it's AMA's place to to do that though? Because there's clubs that I know, I'm not going to name them, but you know, my friends are members of a club and they won't. They don't like helicopter pilots, not because of the town, not because of anything law related or officials, but they just they're all you know, quote unquote, they're plankers. Old plankers that don't like anything that's not a nitro club, you know. But like, do you think AMA should go to that club and say, "Well, you, you know, you have helicopter pilots that are riding into us. You're 20 miles from them. Why won't you let them join or we you know, fly? You know, they're they've been an AMA member forever. Why, why, why? You yeah, think it's I, AMA's I, place I, to say that though. Like, yes, I don't know. you th- okay.
3: If, if it's an AMA sanctioned field and mm-hmm. I am an AMA card holder. Yeah, and unless they have uh, th- they have a limit on their number of members, sure. Uh, mm-hmm. yep. or there is a safety constraint that mm-hmm. you know, or, or a, a field a size
1: noise or something, right? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm.
3: yeah. Why? Why not? <clears throat> I mean, if they're if they're going to be flying under the banner of the AMA and they're getting the benefits and protections <clears throat> and insurance of the EMA, as why? If I'm going to spend that seventy five dollars, why should I have to drive a hundred miles to a flying field when there's a perfectly suitable one within a certain amount of you know mileage? Um, I, I, I think the AMA should at least be able to say, hey, listen, justify why you're not allowing it.
1: Right. Yeah. Make a case for it. If your case is valid, then sure. You can be a plank-only club.
3: Yeah. And again, that's the problem you're going to run into um, with the amount of diversity we have within the, the hobby. If I start a club and my only option is AMA insurance and I'm begrudgingly signed up as an AMA field, uh, right. yeah, I don't know. And and does do the fields have to supply any sort of payment to the ma to be in the ma field
2: yeah i
1: don't uh, yeah it's 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 so small it's like 50 dollars for the charger that's it yeah it's like nothing it's it's like that that it's it's surprising how cheap it is to to be, to become an ama club charter club and then to get the insurance it's like a, it's like a hundred bucks a month or i mean a year or something like that it's 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 very nominal but yeah yeah i mean i see your point um It'd be interesting. I don't know. I don't know if they would ever go that route. I just think it's just, you know, too many of their district Existence. leaders would probably agree with the folks like this club that don't want helicopter pilots or don't want drone pilots or don't want this type of pilot or that type of pilot, you know?
2: All right. Well, then,
1: they feel like sense. that's that's their hobby dying then because they, that's <laughs> not sure, their hobby.
3: Make sure when you're selling me that AMA membership, you let me know. Hey, listen thank you for sending in that $75. No one in your area is going to let you be a member. Yep. Yeah. I I should be able to then go and get a refund from the AMA.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
3: Absolutely. I'm approaching my local field. They won't let me fly there. I don't need an AMA membership. I'll just go fly at the, at the uh, ballpark and I, I won't use AMA or I'll get it or I'll get the uh, the park park
2: park one. one. Yep. Mm -hmm.
3: Well, it's, it's gotten to the point now. I think that the AMA has had the monopoly long enough. There needs to be an alternate Community-based organization, uh, mm-hmm. and I think I think there's some in the works, and it'll be interesting to see. Um, no one, no one that starts up is going to be having the lobbyist power that the AMA currently has. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, the question is, how how much benefit have we received from that?
2: So sure, sure.
1: Right,
2: you make a good point. Hey, Kevin, what's going on, man? Nothing, man. I'm freezing my butt off up here. Well, you know what? There's an event in February that you can go that would fix that right up. Really? What event is that? It's the fabulous Las Vegas Fun Fly. It's a manufacturer Fun Fly held in February
1: 23rd through the 25th of this year, 2018, at the Bennett Field in Las Vegas. Well,
2: oh, right. I heard some of the uh, top manufacturers are going to be there. Yeah, you got that right. <laughs> Here's a quick rundown of the sponsors, which is quite an impressive list.
1: The gold sponsors are Align, Diablo Peak Aircraft, Algawe Helicopters, Mikado USA, MSH USA, SAB USA, Empire Hobby, BK Designs, A-Main, VP Power Master Fuel, Enterprise Hobbies, Hobby Wing North America, Align T-Rex Store.com, Las Vegas Soaring Club, Urcha, The Brain 2 Flybarless, VTX Blades, XL Power, Oxy Helicopters, and Always Keep Flying group. For silver sponsors It's quite an impressive list too So you got Beast X You got Cyclone You got Scorpion Perfect Regulators Laura Heli Futaba Gen 8 YS Motors Next Stim Team Ninja You know Joe Reyes And Travis Yeah uh, Free 4 Podcast Yeah Yeah We're even a silver sponsor for them Micro Heli Castle, ESCs and Motors, levelland Johnson Designs, KBDD, High On Helis, Friendly Hobbies, Only Fine Helis, RC Heli, Hooligans podcast?
2: Our nice. There, and Bavarian Demon. That is quite a list. That is a list. No Walkera? No, Walkera couldn't make it this year. <laughs> so, what about Pro Pilots? Our buddy Kyle Stacey going to be there? Yeah, Kyle Stacey and many, many more. Alan Zabel Jr. line.
1: We got Jason Bell from A-Main. Ken and Co. from Alive. Nick Maxwell for Futaba, Kyle Stacy for BT Design, Jesse Caveros for MSH and Brain Two, uh, Bert
2: Cameron
1: uh, from BK Designs gonna be there, Colin Bell from the Line, Alex Rose which is MSH and Brain Two, Ben Storick Line, J.C. Zanko from Empire Hobby Slash Galley, Kyle Dahl, representing Mikado USA and BTX. We got C.J. Jenkins from the Line. Uh, remember that kid from Australia, Reese Wyatt from Align Line. He's uh, he's out there too. Oh wow. Yeah, I think he's like 12 years old or something like that And he's an amazing pilot Khan Pooney In true free for C fashion I'm going to butcher some names uh, From XL he- Power <laughs> uh, We got Derek Chekis From Align Mark Meeks from Align Mark uh, Blasdale from A Main Hobbies, Danny Huckabee from the line, Justin Taylor for Oxy, who also is Takumi Helicopter. Right. George Brown from the line, and then Donnie Pesci. Yeah, he's uh, Empire Hobbies Um He's a young one too. I think he's only about 16 or 17. I think I remember. I follow him on Facebook and he got a. Uh, I remember he, he got excited because he got his driver's license, I think, recently. Oh, jeez. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. And those are the team pilots scheduled to attend. I mean, that's not including all the other pilots that are going to make their way out
2: there that are, you know, reps and team pilots for, for these companies, too. So it so should be pretty insane fun flying. That's awesome, man. That's a, a hell of a list of pilots. You want to hear something even more impressive than that? Oh, man.
1: They'll have over
2: $10,000 of giveaway. Holy cow like i mean it's vegas right yeah so they gotta go big right i mean and that's a great field i've been out to that field just Mm -hmm.
0: on a regular you know vacation and gone out to meet a couple guys just to hang out at an event that they had locally there and it was great everybody was great i had a great time and uh
2: nice it's it's a really nice field yeah, and I think in February, the weather's going to be like pretty much spot on and perfect out there. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. So there is a $40
1: pilot registration fee, and it does come with a t-shirt and a complimentary pilot's dinner.
2: I don't know. I mean, you've been to Vegas a couple times. I've been to Vegas a couple of times. And, um, you can spend $40 leaving the airplane. <laughs> $40 is not much in Vegas. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. For a three-day event, that's nothing.
2: That's awesome. So go to fabulouslasvegas.com and get the full details there. Nice.
1: So, just another announcement. There are two new RC Helicopter podcasts out. What? Yeah, two of them. Two of them? Does that mean
3: we can go back to being more diverse?
1: We're diverse. We are, are we diverse. talking about Planks and AMA right now? All, all of them <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah, very true. Uh, yeah, so so there's two of them, right? Um, some of these names you'll... you'll Definitely, uh, we've spoken about and even had them on our show. So, Robert Monti, Mike DiPaolo, and Michael Shaggy Parker joined up. Shaggy! yeah. Joined up together to do Telerotor Podcast. So, they did a little intro podcast, and now Episode 1 is released. So, definitely go check it out. They are also, they're on Podbean. Very cool. And I believe on iTunes also. So, definitely check it out. And then this is a... Sorry,
3: leave them a review. They'll read it on the show.
1: Do they? I don't know if they do. That might just be our thing. No, uh, no. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, Jimmy Jones. He started up a podcast too. He said he was kind of like you know just he wanted been he wanted to do this for a long time and he just finally you know said hell with it let's do it. So I'm not sure if he's doing it by himself right now,
2: but uh, he did release episode one, and it is called Full Pitch RC Heli Podcast. Is that the same Jimmy Jones I talked to at OHP? I
0: believe so. From Texas? I think so. I think he's from Texas.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, I don't know. I mean, wow, man, very cool. So, so that's awesome, man. Getting, getting, dude. Well, I can't even, even remember
0: when there was that many podcasts out, especially about helicopters. There's three predominant helicopter podcasts, right? right. And then there's us, Fred. And there's the, yeah. there's
1: some other ones too out there now. Um, but yeah, there's 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 some plain ones. I know Ethan said he was recently Ethan Alt- Altier. He said he was recently on another podcast too. I don't remember which one it was. Oh man, I, I was gonna mention it too. But yeah, he's he's on a he's on a different one too. So he so yeah, I mean that's cool. I, I think more to merrier, man. Let's get let's get more let's get these uh podcasts out there. Get I'm pretty sure the World Riot is starting a, a podcast as well. I
3: think they just started one. And uh, I, I don't follow them as closely as I probably could or should, mm-hmm. but uh, I, I know that I know that that was something they were working on. Mm. Anyways, my derailment for the moment. Go ahead.
1: Yeah. All right. Okay. So, what's next for you in the hobby? Oh, I didn't get that far ahead.
2: <laughs>
1: I didn't write anything in either. I'm going to so do something.
0: Person?
2: I don't know what. <laughs> okay. Well, I
3: know I know what I'm doing. I'm going to be doing more printing. I'm, I'm like I said. I'm having yeah. a blast with that. Nice. Um, I'm starting to get into the, the design side of it instead of just printing mm-hmm. off other people's designs. So that's fun. Uh, I need to figure out how to start sharing them on those websites so that you know I'm not just a taker. I can be a giver too.
1: Sure, givers.
2: Uh, yeah,
3: yeah. And uh, what else? Let's see. Um, well, of course, I've got the the RC truck I want to get finished up. Uh, yeah, the, man. And so I printed out some stuff—a battery tray for to move the battery location and uh, the uh, oh my goodness! So I pulled this thing apart, and nothing against the guy who had it performing. Not that I think he's listening, but I pulled it apart and I find the battery wire is literally just twisted onto the ESC wire. Oh my you know, god! Battery connection, not the battery itself, but the battery connection with the, no, the
1: ESC, the motor, the motor wires. Yeah,
3: the wire, no, the wire from the ESC. Was cut, stripped, and then the wire that's the lead for the battery was cut, stripped, and the <gasps> red was,
1: the oh, red was twisted to
3: red, black was twisted to black. Nothing to insulate it, just bouncing around in the cab of the the truck. Oh and my like, god, goodness, this was awful. So yeah, I need to um, I need to figure out if I'm going to convert it to my XT60s, mm-hmm. just to make life easier on me, or if I need to find a plug for charging it on the charger that way. Um, probably going to switch to XT-60s. Yeah,
1: to simplify it. Just switch yeah. to XT-60s.
3: Yep. And then I'll just have to switch any batteries I get in the future for it if, if they come with one of the, the ground, the surface-style batteries. Yeah, uh, like tracks Traxxas
1: or the yeah. Tamiya-style. Mm-hmm.
3: So, yeah. And, and so I want to get that set up with the FPV, and, and we'll see. It's a race. Is the uh, helicopter going to get at first or the car?
1: Oh, geez. Uh, the, gonna the car is going to get FPV first. I'll make like, bets on that. Yeah, the yeah. car. <laughs> Car for sure.
3: All right, guys, to, uh, put the money in the bets, and, and then I'll decide which one to do. Uh,
2: <laughs> nice. <laughs> so,
3: yeah, that's that's next for me, and as close to the hobby as as I'm going to be, I guess.
2: Okay.
1: Um, for myself, I'm going to do some more oxy videos. I'm going to fly more. Um, the Gowie X7 is fixed. I got the parts in. I worked till like two in the morning last night, and that's partially why I'm so tired today. Right and that thing is ready to go all fully set up you want to hear something funny Kevin so I, I was with Rob and yes. we, we did the maiden and whatever right you know like we did we didn't have a pitch case so we kind of just eyeballed it by folding the blades in half and looking at you know the thing waving up and down
2: on me right right, the face, right? Yeah. guess how much pitch I had uh, I don't know 12 degrees Fourteen
1: and a half degrees. Fourteen and a half. Wow. Yeah, put the meter on it. I was like, ooh, that's a lot. I'm gonna dial that down. <laughs> oh, jeez. How much do you think you had on the cyclic? I don't now know. it's supposed to be eight degrees on the Neo, right? It's supposed to you're supposed to read it, tell it what eight degrees is. And guess what I had it at? Well you had Rob
0: with
2: you, so he probably eyeballed like nine or ten. Eight point one degrees. That was almost spot on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was good, but the 14 and a half degrees, I was like,
1: damn, no wonder this thing moved. And then I stripped the tail gear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I was working with, uh, I was actually talking to Neil uh, um, fellow RC Heli Hangout team member. And yeah, I was wor- you know talking with him basically pff, the most of last night, like trying to make sure I'm, I'm getting everything done right, making the lashes right on the, the tail gear and the main, the crown gear and all that stuff. Um, so, yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait. Uh, my goal is to make this helicopter like your 690, like 10 and a half pound bird. Sweet. So, we'll see. We'll see if, that, if I can accomplish that. Uh, so, yeah, just go flying and remain in the, the Galway X7 and do tons of more flying on the Oxy 4. Like, I might, I might just leave all my other helicopters home and just bring those two to, to beat on. Cool. Cool. Uh, What about you, Kevin? Besides going on call? (laughs)
0: I'm going to try and do something. Yeah, I'm on call this weekend. So I'm going to try and at least get out with something. I got those parts in, so I got to meet up with you guys at least at one point.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, nice.
0: And and deliver those parts.
1: Awesome. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's another thing I got to do, actually. Um, My Oxy3 6S, I got a new motor shaft. I I have to put it in. I never did a motor shot before, so that should be interesting. (laughs) No, it's
0: not bad. It's pretty easy. No, right?
1: Just like a set screw and clip and just pull it apart, right?
0: Yeah. Yep. Okay. I usually take a socket and like bang it out through
2: or whatever. If it sticks. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that shouldn't be too bad. Sweet.
3: I appreciate everyone that that stuck by me through the arduous Florida winter. It's over. It was nice teaching again. Uh, I, I I appreciate everyone's support and and their their well wishes, um, but well, yeah, you had our, a rough one this year, right? I mean, yeah, it, it was it was a it full week. Like fifty beat. degrees. No, we got out of the low twenties at yeah, night. Did,
1: did you get snow?
3: No, not here. There was a couple, of, you know, flurries and stuff in Tallahassee that made all sorts of of you know kerfuffle, but mm-hmm. uh, no, nothing nothing actually dropped down
2: over here.
0: Fred, this is the first day since Christmas Eve where it broke it went above freezing yeah <laughs> high or low up here
2: yeah oh,
3: sorry i shouldn't i shouldn't laugh <laughs> you, sh-
0: you shouldn't laugh
3: yeah you'll be down in florida soon enough and you'll be laughing with me
2: yeah but until then you shouldn't laugh Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right let's do this real quick and then let you go i mean if you want we can just do the
1: facebook likes because that gets changed every week um and then leave the rest to uh, uh next episode yeah okay that would be yeah? great yeah Alright, so we have Let's see Six new likes this week Woo-hoo. Nice, cue the music Because there's going to be definitely A couple names I'm going to I'm going to butcher Not on purpose, it's just going to happen And six names Yeah, so we have six names and six new likes Awesome, here we go We have Shannon, Mike, Cladden Koi, Thrash that's an awesome last name, Andrew Diebolt, Jason McDuffie, also um, owner of McDuff Beer, um, Sammy. This this is a weird name. It has those two dots over the A's. I don't know what those mean, but um, Sammy La-te- no, no, yeah, yeah. Nice. <laughs> and then Ryan Snuggard,
0: Ryan Snuggard. Snuggard
2: snuggered
1: all right there we go uh so we're gonna actually skip facebook comments and website comments this week um and we'll kind of continue that next week uh same thing with the pop Podbe- people pop beam and itunes review because i know we got tons of itunes reviews so so it's gonna be great next week right yeah right? i'm just under the weather i yeah. need to wrap it up yeah plus you got a call so you gotta to go to work yeah fun Drop us an iTunes review, and we'll read the review in the next episode. Email us at FreeForRC at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash podcast. Check out our webpage, FreeForRCPodcast.com. Say hi to Chris Reiber. Hi, Chris Reiber. Hi, Chris. What's up, Reiber? Uh, flight Test Forums, off the field, audio and video production. Other than Flight Test Podcast, FreeForRC Podcast, send next to our friends at FT Community Cast. Hey, petrol Mike. I Pat Joel Mike. Hey, Pat, Joel, Mike. RC dot com forum on RC Helly Hangouts main section podcast corner and free for RC podcast. Sit next to our friends, the RC Helly Hooligans Podcast. Hey Walt and Ed. What's up? Hey, Ed and Walt. Thanks to all our listeners. Uh sorry for the short episode. Next week we will be uh coming in with uh I think we have a uh, a guest
2: host, right? I think uh Fred yeah. this guest yep. host. Yeah. Let me, nice. Let me let me make sure he still remembers that.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so yeah, we got that We got that coming along We have uh, Gail from Align coming back on To talk about the fabulous Las Vegas Fly The week after All And right. then we're going to resume back to our listener series And so we're going to get a couple of those A uh, couple of our listeners And a couple of those episodes recorded So uh, yeah, some exciting times We've got plenty of content coming to you For the new year in 2018 So stay tuned Yep Alright, thanks everyone Free our skies And we'll see you next time See ya Bye, Bye. Oh,
2: See yous See yous guys uh,
1: Alright you guys <laughs> Okay, I need to get some I think everything closes in downtown I'm gonna probably trip more alarms today But I don't i definitely yes. need to
2: get out of here by 9 o'clock